0: Well, welcome welcome to the rebels and renegades podcast this is season two episode two and today we got a special treat for you man as always with me is my boy over here Las lastorga de la cruz always with the radio voice man i love it i love it and not new anymore after episode one but I also have my friend down here
1: uh the widow from the ghetto Jeremy Chase <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it I thought about the that God last the episode ghetto. the widow from the ghetto dude I, I I I can't believe how much I love that actually I don't know what that says about me as a man but uh, <laughs> the hoods I of really, Hollister I, I really enjoyed you saying that <laughs> uh but we we were talking about relationships uh, this uh, for the next coming couple of weeks here, and we talked about friendship in season uh, episode one here, and we're going to be talking about Christian dating, uh, which is a really big topic. And yeah. I don't I don't want today's episode. And we talked about it, but we don't want it to be heavy. We want it to be light. Like you no, know, we're not poking fun at Christian dating. We're not saying that we we're not saying are, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But there are some really weird stuff that happen in dating that only happens in Christian dating, uh, which is there's just some really weird stuff. So Anibal, I know you you're throwing some stuff out there, but what, what's like a weird thing that you've
2: seen in Christian dating? I th- I think the pressure, the pressure of of Christian dating, especially a lot if- of pressure if if you're if you're involved in a church. Oh yeah. Like it gets weird if you if you've been dating someone like recently for not very long and mm-hmm. then you invite them to church, it gets really awkward because then mm-hmm. people assume that if you're bringing them to church, that's the one. Like yeah. she's the one. He's yeah. the one. Yeah. And then if you if you break up, then it gets awkward. And so it's almost like it's almost like this this in Christian dating it feels like you're married if you bring someone to your church. Yeah. And if, uh, that's why I, I hate to admit it, but one of my relationships, dating relationships, I never really brought them around to my church. And yeah. uh, it took a long time before I was willing to go to, to their church or my church, especially if you date someone yeah. outside of your church. then it can, It's really awkward. And if you date someone within the church and then you break up, then it's really awkward. awkward and then it, it makes like the friendship dynamic. Because then they become friends with your friends and your yeah. friend circle. And it's just uh, it's just the pressure, man. It's like um, we need to normalize. Yeah. Let me ask
0: you a question. Normalize. I know you like to use that word, normalize, a lot. I'm, 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 so, I'm speaking. Tell me.
2: I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok and I've been learning, I've been learning the Gen Z language. No, dude, uh,
0: you got to stay away. Uh, learning
2: stay away. How, I
0: want to learn how the kids talk, man. Normalize. No, dude. I can't. I, I, have, I don't have no TikTok. I don't have none of that stuff, dude. I just can't.
2: Gen it's Z a, language, bro.
0: Gen Z language, dude. Well, man. okay. Jeremy, explain to me because I never heard this statement until I got to a church and i heard it say a lot and i didn't know what it meant explain what dtr means oh my god
2: <laughs> it's 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 more prevalent with missionaries yeah like uh when you're going <laughs> on mission trips like if you're on a mission trip you got a dtr bro you gotta Dude. get it out of the way okay the mission trip what
0: one? yeah one it sounds dirty like we yeah. don't know what it, you know so like i didn't know what it was and i was brown like brown chicken what?
2: brown cow you know?
0: like <laughs> what what does that mean jeremy
1: uh, so, <laughs> DTR. I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it actually used in some secular situations too. No way.
0: Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah.
2: I actually um, have re- more recently. Yes, I have. But I heard it in
0: secular
1: situations. Basically, it's when you're defining the relationship, um, and women love it.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: Yeah, this is gonna get us in trouble. They man. love. They love to have the relationship defined. <laughs> I think guys do too, though, because, yeah, you know, guys can guys can get uh, uh, into the relationship very quickly as far as emotions go. Um, yeah. Whereas women tend to take their time, at, in some uh, circumstances, and yeah. so, if a if both parties know where they think it's going, uh, then they can decide if they want to continue down that path or not. You know. Uh, yeah, but I've DTR'd. <laughs> DTRD. Many you have dtr the hell out of your friendship. Yeah, right? dude. And, uh, the, yeah. And, and this
2: this is this again is coming from the perspective of like church relationships, yeah, right? Like dating, yeah. dating as Christians, and and we're not speaking for all Christians, oh, but no. um, but the defining the relationship, I when I, I am, when am. I'm speaking for all Christians, for all Christians, yeah. 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 <laughs> the, 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 so the DTR, like I first heard that when I went on a mission trip in college. Yeah. <laughs> And I I thought that it was the cringiest thing, and yeah. it was it was actually really awkward because they kind of explain like I so I haven't like even though like I I I was Christian for a, as a part of my childhood, and then I walked away from the Lord, and I I didn't grow up going to church, uh, Christian schools, Christian summer camps, so there's a, this whole Christian lingo that. I I I was very secular in a lot of ways right like I kind of identified as a Christian because that's the only religion the only faith that I knew um so when I actually started hanging out with a lot of Christians and and learning this lingo like um like DTR the first time I heard it it was out in the mission field and uh I guess People were already DTRing. It's like okay, well, <laughs> if, you only got,
1: if you only got three weeks <laughs> to save and people, like, you got to DTR. Uh, you DTR. Yeah,
2: it was it was a it was a month mission trip for this over the summer, and it's like it was the cringiest thing I've ever heard. And and as a baby Christian, I was just like, what the heck? Because yeah. I actually had, like the girls are like Annabelle, who have you dtr with? And I was just like that. I i'm here for the lord I'm, I'm not what i don't know what that is but yeah i i rebuke it uh i don't know what that dtr and then it then they explained it to me it was like defining the relationship and it's i guess like um like the faculty or like the staff that are in charge of of of, of the mission trips they made it they they explained to us why it's important to like like dtr because like, you you make things clear, right? You you get things out in the open, then you say, "Hey, are you interested in me, or, or yeah. are you just are you just friends, or yeah. do you have any like in, like romantic interests? And so, being the emotionally immature guy that I was, I just thought it was the cringiest thing, and I just avoided yeah. the, the Christian girls on the mission trip because I was like, "Dude, I'm here for the Lord. Dude. I'm here to like start revival. What is this DTRing?" But um. N- in retrospect, I actually see the value of it now, now that I'm I'm older, is I, I see the value of it because things get really, really awkward where you start spending a lot of time and one party might think that you guys are more than just friends and another party might think like, nah, we're just, it's just platonic. Brothers Usually, in Christ. Yes. Brothers in Christ. Oh, man. That's a tough one, bro. That's like, a hey, tough one, man. I see like, you more as a brother in Christ.
0: That oh, is man. like,
2: that's like, so there's the friend zone is like, mm-hmm. a lot of guys hate the friend zone. But I think, you know that Bible verse where, where Jesus says there's like. Where he wept. Weep, weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. The that's the brother in Christ like. zone. Yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a friend zone and then there's a brother in Christ zone. And the brother in Christ zone is like this worse. dark purgatory. It's purgatory it's, it's this dark place where it's there's worse. weeping and a gnashing of teeth. And and mm-hmm. usually if a girl says if a girl puts you in the, the brother in Christ zone, it's like, dude, you're screwed for all of eternity. Yeah. It's yeah. like you're not but, not only you not only are your friend, you're a your brother in Christ. Dude. It's just like yeah, dude, it's just no girl will ever <laughs> date you. Yeah,
0: no. That means you're, you're like unbeatable. marked. Yeah, you're yeah. marked for life, dude. If someone, yeah. if a, if a girl calls you her brother in Christ, dude, you might as well just move states. Yeah. Hey, move brother. States, yeah. hey, brother. Yeah. Hey, brother. Yeah. He's such
1: a great <laughs> guy, but you know, he's not for me.
0: Oh, yeah. that's the worst, dude. I'm you know, praying for your wife. <laughs> oh no, that's, that's terrible. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what's like the worst when? Okay, because I've seen like the the thing about like what christian dating gets a bad rap for it It moves zero to 100 like really quick right like let spring. me let let me just yeah for reals, dude like let me just say this dude like do not tell somebody girl or boy man or woman that hey god told me you're supposed to be my husband or wife like if you nice, just um, met them wow. like yeah. that's a really good way to like ruin your life like you know you know, I'm not saying that God can't tell you that somebody is your wife or your husband yeah. or something like that. You know, but I'm just telling you that it usually doesn't happen at like, it's usually your own hormones talking to you at that point. You know, like yeah, it, it, yeah that's Keep you can't tell somebody that. No, it's it's not first date conversation. <laughs> what that what that
2: what that is is actually spiritual ma- manipulation, like yeah. spiritual yeah. and emotional manipulation. And I actually remember that happening to a friend of mine. And she is. She's just she's very pretty and um, in our is it me is it me Are you talking about me? I'm talking about you, baby. Uh, So this friend of mine, (laughs) she like a lot of the guys in our ministry had a crush on her, right? And um, so that that's like it happened to it happened to several of my um, of my of my friends. Like the guys would tell them like, oh, God told me this, and it's just. It's yeah. just it, it's it's lust. Usually usually when it happened, like when when I heard that from my friends, what happened was the guys were just lust lusting after these girls and they spiritualized their lust. And it's like, Oh, God revealed to me that you're my you're my wife, that we're meant to be together. But it's I, I heard a great response, it's like, Well, God didn't tell me that and yeah. so it's just like um usually when I have heard it the right way, it's like if the Lord has given both the guy and the girl, the revelation that this is a person that, that God has for you. It's, mm-hmm. it's been a mutual revelation, it's been a natural revelation, it's been a healthy revelation, and it's progressed in a healthy manner. Um, yeah. And if you feel like this is something where like, you find someone at church or ministry or in the mission field and you, and you just feel like you're clicking and you feel like, like whoa, this is this is different. This is I've never experienced this before. That's when you have to have, go going back to episode one of season two, it's like friendships, like having if you have solid friends, then you can run it by them. They can be your accountability partners, they can be uh they can also protect you too. Yeah. Help yeah. you help you filter out the toxicals and the toxicas. Yeah. You can uh, also
1: you can also giggle together in the in the room as you think about your future. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I always yeah. I always get like uh, people ask me about relationship advice all the time, and I do not give relationship advice. I don't give financial advice, and I don't give relationship advice. If you I want, it, if you want to ask, I don't, <laughs> yeah. dude. Here's Bro, my phone number. Not. I'll
1: give you all the yeah. advice you want. No,
0: dude, do not. Yeah, we're dude. gonna we're gonna
2: leave it in the in the in the in the title. You know what? You know what I, you know what I should be, have you you uh, you, guys, you this is this is one of the things that I hate about. Have you guys ever seen like this this those dudes that are like alpha males supposedly and they're like doing seminars to teach other guys how to be alpha males or yeah. you know how yeah. to conquer a woman like mm-hmm. yeah it's just the cringiest thing man i was like we should we should do like a like a satire of that right like the, the like dating Christian
1: dating advice here's, satire. Here's one. How to, how like, an how to S, like, SML skits. How to beta
2: your way into a wife.
0: Uh, how to beta your way into a wife? Oh my gosh, dude. Dude, so, uh, like, there's this whole, I don't know if you guys know, but there's like this whole thing about like Christian pickup lines and stuff like that. Yeah, so, I'm all about it. Yeah, dude. So there's, there's I, I have a bunch of them. So I'm just going to say them throughout the episode of little Spots. But this one is super funny. He's like, hey, girl. You really are. Uh, oh, I have to say it like I'm picking somebody up, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, girl. You really are a fisher of men, and baby, <laughs> you reeled me in. <laughs> like, uh, you know, some of these are just like the worst things in the world to hear, you yeah. know. But it's
2: like, and hey, it work though. I'm just gonna, Yeah, but do they? they, love, yeah, with, they yeah. yeah, but do they?
0: Like, <laughs> do you think? Okay, but do you think that it's okay to date in church? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. I think we can all agree with that that it's okay to date in church, that it doesn't have to be weird or awkward or ridiculously yeah. uh pressured, you know. But why do you think it is?
2: Like why do you think it's so hard to do that in the church? Is that I think we over spiritualize it. Yeah. Like you over spiritualize it. Like um, I mm-hmm. think there is there's there's this um and I think it's a generational thing that really hurt the church where People think that out of seven billion people, there is the one. Yeah. And if you if you're not doing, if you're not praying the right way, if you're not serving in the right ministry, if you're not if you're not earning it, then you're gonna miss the one. Yeah. And you're gonna be condemned for all of eternity that you miss the one. And so I think I think there's this fear of wanting to be with the right person, or being like, I want I God give me the one. God give me the one where i think one thing that we have to remember is is the the terminology like the term the process like the uh the process of sanctification right it's like all of us are on a journey with christ and with the holy spirit and with god the father with the trinity we're we're in a process of where we become less like our 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 goal should be to become less like ourselves and become more like christ every day and so it's a progressive thing right and and but I, I think I think when it comes to dating it's like this there is this immense pressure because we we feel like Christian dating should lead to marriage, and marriage is a beautiful thing and marriage is a wonderful thing so there's just a lot of pressure where you think that you need to be the one who figures it out and so I, I think what I've learned now that uh, I'm a a much healthier person a much healthier man of God and I've gone through counseling and I've gone through separation and like the process of a divorce um I've learned so much and I, I I think the pressure that I used to have I don't have anymore because I've I've realized that like it should be a like any relationship should have a natural progression yeah and a, and a healthy progression and I think mm-hmm. sometimes people put expectations on themselves and expectations on others, that Jesus doesn't have those expectations. Yeah, yeah, right. Like Jesus doesn't have expectations, certain expectations for you and for whoever you're dating. It's like there's this level of the spirit of man, like the fear of man. There's there's lust, there's the flesh, and all these things that can get in the way. And so they people just put so much pressure on themselves. And yeah. I, I think rather than seeing dating as another form of, of friendship that progresses into marriage Mm. they just see it as like the end all be all and so
0: it's just yeah yeah. i think that that's the only advice i uh, ever give like and if you're if you're one of the people i pastor you've heard me say this if you've asked me anything about relationships is i always tell people like you have to go into the relationship being friends Mm. right with no expectations about anything else right and if you can go into that relationship with being okay with being only friends for the rest of your life, then do it. Mm -hmm. But if you're going in there with specific expectations of like, okay, I'll be your friend for two months, but then we got to, we got to start dating, you know, get married by this day. Like, I think that's, that's where things can go wrong. Right. Where you start to like transpose your expectations on another person. Right. And you don't know where that person is. Do you like, maybe they don't want to get married. Yeah. You know, lust fades, you know, beauty fades
1: and, you know, your, your friendship, you know, it may go through like ups and downs, but at the end of the day, you can, you can repair uh, a friendship, you know, you can repair a relationship. It's hard to get over that. If you're the sole reason why you're in a relationship is, you know, (laughs) because you're lusting after somebody. I think, I think, um, one thing that makes, that one thing that makes like relationships hard in the church and why so, you know, every Christian who's single is like thinking about it is because the, the church does not do a great job at celebrating singleness. Um, it's, you know, you've got married groups, you've got, you know, there's so many things for like married couples, but it's like, you know, we've, we've got the young adults groups. We've, you know, all that stuff, but it's not like, you know, Hey, if, you know, if you're single come out, we're going to go hang out
0: here and, yeah, I think that's super true, dude. I think, like, like the question I was asking myself, and I'll just say it out loud, right? Like, why does Christian dating suck, All right? It's, it sucks because uh, too many times in church, the old school mindset is that if you're single, it sucks, right? But being mm-hmm. single doesn't have to suck, right? Mm-hmm. Being And being married, you know... I'm not saying that being married isn't great because I'm married, been married for two years. Love it. No problems. Love my wife. Right. Um, But there are times where where things will suck, you know, and you have to work through it and stuff like that. But I think if the overarching idea in church is that marriage solves all your problems, that's not accurate or correct. Marriage will only highlight your problems more right? Because now someone else has to deal with your crappiness, right? <laughs> so it's the truth, right? Like yeah. Singleness is great because you can work on your crappiness. You can work on what afflicts you, what affects you, yeah. your, your issues, trauma, addictions, what are mindsets, character issues, like you can work through all those things, right? There's grace for those things. And there's grace for those things when you're married. But now, now you have to rely on not only god's grace but your spouse's grace yeah Yeah. right and that's that's where it gets tricky right there's nothing wrong with being single and like church people have to stop telling single people
2: that marriage is going to solve all their problems it
0: will not it won't
2: yeah dating i think i think I think oftentimes they go people go christian people can go into dating because they want it to lead to marriage the ultimate goal mm-hmm. and i think their thinking is if i'm married you now i'm no longer going to be lonely if oh, i'm yeah. married yeah. i'm no longer going to be struggling with lust mm-hmm. and so it, i think that's that's kind of it going back to like where where why does it suck like why does christian dating suck sometimes um and all that pressure and expectations it's like the end of be all is mm-hmm. that's what we're treating it right where i think what I've learned is you can date Christian dating with healthy boundaries where you're constantly communicating, right? And so if you, if you treat it as like the dating phase will be for me to determine whether or not we can be really good friends,
0: mm-hmm. whether
2: or not you are a good friend, whether or not you're good at communicating. If you treat dating as an opportunity to, to, to realize if you are equally yoked with someone, mm-hmm if you enjoy their company, if you enjoy their communication, like if you, if you treat dating as like a, a discovery phase or like the ability for you to kind of get to know someone else and kind of get to know yourself as well. And you're constantly, you're enjoying the process, like enjoying the process of of, of dating can be, can be something fun where like let's say, if you, if you say, you tell someone, you know what? Like we've been we've been friends for a while, and we we hang out at church together. We're we're part of the, the same ministry or whatever. But I'm actually interested in you. Like I I would really want to get to get to know you more, like yeah. and that's why I would like to date you, so yeah. that I can get to know you more. We we can go and if you keep it light, like uh was it um don't be I'm, weird. Yes, I remember Rule one number of, one: don't, be, don't weird, be weird. Which is hard for <laughs> Christian guys. Um, <laughs> But, but I'm I kind of going back to, like, I, I remember, like, a pastor, um, Jeremy, you, you, you know, when we used to be at the same, like, college and young adult um, ministry. Yeah. He, I remember him saying, low intimacy, low commitment. Mm. As, mm. as commitment increases, then you can increase uh, intimacy.
0: Yeah.
2: But when you're just dating, that's low commitment, right? Yeah. Therefore, you have to have low intimacy when you're dating from a christian perspective and from a church perspective you should not be doing things that married people do especially yeah. when it comes to sexuality right and so yeah. so the the for the dating portion kind of looking back in retrospect is is I wish I would have done check-ins so let's say if you start if if you meet uh there's someone at church that I like and um and I tell her, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm interested in getting to know you more. I would like to take you out. I'd like to take you to dinner. I'd like to date you. It's to get to know you, to see what our compatibility is, to see what if our friendship, level two friendship, basically. For me, dating is like level two friendship, to see what level two dating, level two friendship would look like. And a month into the dating, I would check in and say, hey, like. This yeah. has been a pretty enjoyable process for me. This has been pretty fun for me. How are you feeling? Are you still feeling it? Are you not feeling it anymore? Do you want to keep dating? Do you just want to go back to being friends? I think if the, if you are just if you kind of had that ability to check in to keep it light to know that just because you're dating someone that doesn't necessarily mean that, that that's the person you're gonna have children with yeah you're gonna grow old with and so I think if you remove. That pressure and that expectation mm-hmm. christian christian dating dating can be healthy and it can be fun and you can do it uh I would actually encourage Christian dating to happen a lot more um, we can go in it's a different tangent, but basically that's that's it like keep it like yeah. view dating as level don't two be friendship weird. yeah don't be weird yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't stress that enough don't be weird, don't be weird. I, i've I've seen uh, you know i'll speak for all my Christian men, but I've seen Christian men do some really weird stuff say Mm -hmm. some really weird stuff say they got a perfect word about this person and stuff like that like don't don't be weird don't be weird like there's no reason to make this weird there's no reason to put uh, higher expectations on this like this you know i i think i would say like like uh it's it's okay to value dating it's okay Mm -hmm. to make dating important but don't make dating more important than than your character and God's character,
1: yeah. right?
0: Well, meaning that any relationship that either costs you parts of your character uh, and costs you, causes you to pull, fall out of line with God's character, mm-hmm. I would say are not worth it, right? So uh, just like little things like that, man, like just don't be weird, dude. Don't be weird. I can't stress that enough. Like it doesn't have to be weird to date somebody. It doesn't have to be, weird to have a friend of the opposite sex like it doesn't have to be weird is there boundaries sure yeah. right absolutely boundaries are healthy boundaries are necessary especially between men and women it's just, it just needs to be that way but it doesn't have to be weird man it really doesn't also one of my favorite christian pickup lines is like hey can i have your name and number so i can add you to my uh prayer list which is yeah. amazing
1: <laughs> i love it yeah, yeah i which heard really good i heard one that was like uh Hey, I was uh, was reading the book of Numbers, and I didn't see yours in there. (laughs)
0: That's a smooth one. I like that one. That one's smooth, dude. There's another one I heard where it's like uh, I'm not usually very prophetic, but I can totally see us together. (laughs) 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 There's some really good ones, dude. There's another one is I want to practice speaking in tongues with me. Here's my number. (laughs) Call me if you need prayer.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah. there's there's so many things i actually did like a little pickup video on that but there's there's several um pickup lines that i
0: would uh, you like to join my purpose-driven life
2: yeah (laughs) that's a good one yeah that's the one that i really love is would you like to join my purpose-driven life uh or is there's uh there's another one that says uh it says mark driscoll Takes up thirty percent of my iPod memory. That's an that's an old one, though. That's an old one. Is
0: I think I'm on the same one. So is this a transfiguration? Because you are glowing.
2: <laughs> I I put the stud in Bible study. Oh that's good gosh.
0: too. I like that one. Nobody loves these more than Jeremy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just
1: love just yeah, terrible man. jokes.
0: <laughs> but closing closing thoughts, and then we'll we'll do the world famous. Uh, Jeremy, Spanish word of the day. But close, and you guys have
2: closing thoughts about Christian dating and why it sucks. Um, yeah. Closing thoughts for me is is keep it natural, yeah. keep it simple, keep communicate, smooth. keep it smooth, keep checking in. If you're if you're thinking about dating someone, if there's someone you're interested in, be honest, be open. It's better to 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 get it out of the way. Like I, if if you like someone and they don't feel the same way. If you DT.R, then you, <laughs> then you get it out of the way. you say, "Hey, I'm interested in you." That person says, "Sorry, I'm actually not interested in you. I only see you as a friend." Then, then at least you know where you stand, right? But if you actually are given the opportunity to date someone and you're not put in the Brother of Christ' zone, the, the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth, um, <laughs> they, then, then view it as like level two friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Keep 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 the intimacy low because the commitment is low. Keep it natural. Keep it casual. Have have some friends that you can check in with, with uh, accountability partners, and just remove all that expectations. And if if you if you start dating and you're viewing that it's not working out, then it's a blessing, because then at least you learn something and you can get that get that out of the way. It's like okay, well, then I don't have to hold on to emotions and feelings that I had because I. I know no. where I stand now. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy any closing thoughts. Yeah,
1: um I mean, I think it's very easy to uh you know, when you're looking for that someone, you know, you you see the the person, you know, s- singing and worship on a on a Wednesday night or you know, in your in your young adults group, somebody who's always got that bible verse handy, and, you know, and and that's great, but you know, kind of keep that in your back pocket, you know, that, okay, this person, like, at least says that, says that they're this, you know, but just because they're in ministry or just because they, you know, they portray that they're just fully on fire for God doesn't mean that there's some some skeletons in their closet, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, somebody had told me, and just in terms of, like, finding finding a relationship, you know, when you you know, you kind of think about it like a race, you know, you start off, everybody's kind of at the same position. And then as you're going, you kind of notice who's running beside you, you know, and then as you kind of pivot, you know, let's say, you know, you're just kind of attending church and then you want to get into ministry and then you have to see like, okay, who's actually, you know, coming into ministry alongside me, you know, not because you're there, but because they want to be in ministry. And then you just kind of see who kind of falls off behind you and who's right next to you. And then whenever you take that next step, see who, uh, you know, see who kind of like is still around you. And and if there's some solid people that you're interested in, you know, it's definitely worth, you know, hanging out with them. But, you know, don't (laughs) don't go telling every every single person that you're hanging out with this person, you know, just tell your accountability partner you know, tell your pastor and, and just keep it at that for a while, you know?
0: Yeah. I would say a closing thoughts for me would be rule number one. Don't be weird. Don't over-spiritualize anything. Uh, Rule number two, don't put your expectations on the other person or on the relationship. Definitely. And rule number three, you have to be okay just being friends right? Don't expect anything else. Don't believe something else. Don't say, I got a word from this person and you're going to be my wife. You're going to be my husband. Don't be weird. You know, don't, don't put any additional requirements on your relationship. You know, let it happen naturally. You know, don't force anything. Don't push anything. You know, the, the is what God brings together cannot be taken apart. Right. But the important thing apart that verse is that God brings it together, not you, you don't force it. Right. There's no need to force anything. So uh, I think that's super important there to know. All right. Well, it's that time again. It's for uh, our very special segment that we, we started and we love it. It's called Jeremy's Spanish Word of the Day. And Jeremy, your word, your Spanish word for today that you are going to have to say mm-hmm. and then try to guess what it means and then use it in a sentence okay. is pantufla.
1: Pantufla. Oh.
0: That's so good. He's, it's not fair because he can say things now. Yeah, has been grip? married for. I been, grew up in he's Hollister. Been, he's, been, he's been married for a couple of years to Laura. It's not yeah. fair, dude. Dude, this is
1: this is like the word she says probably the most.
0: Ah, uh, really? dude, we <laughs> yeah. got to get another one.
1: And it's and it's uh, <laughs> one of the words I actually like saying, that and via. <laughs> <laughs> All right, l-
2: let me look for another word then. <laughs> uh, Dude, that's like a funny
0: dude <laughs> or haina Oh, okay. Heine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll give you one. I'll okay. give you one. All right, chiri pioska.
1: Chiri pioska. Yeah. Chiri pioska. Mm. I've never heard this word.
2: <laughs> pretty, pretty good pronunciation though. Chiri pioska.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Uh let's see.
0: <laughs> Your Mexican wife has failed you <laughs> to, not, to not tell you this one. <laughs> I could say that cuz she's my sister. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know, man. It sounds like uh it could be some sort of transportation. <laughs> 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 you know, like you're trying to <laughs> or maybe like you, <laughs> like you're you're upset uh you're upset because you missed the bus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, use it use it in a sentence. <laughs> okay. Uh Let's see.
1: Um, I'm <laughs> I am running late today to catch the chita That was
0: that was not even close, but I, <laughs> I admire that. <laughs> what is, it? is it a fruit? No, it it means kind of almost like a nervous breakdown, like having getting anxiety, like oh yeah uh <laughs> it sometimes <laughs> You could be used as, it's a slang term, I think, more than anything, oh, okay. but I, yeah, it, it means like uh, like getting a lot of energy or getting a lot of anxiety like okay. that, you know? Yeah,
1: we, like, we uh, broke off in, uh, anxiety in this household, so we don't...
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, wonder. It, I
2: no wonder. Just to clarify, it's Mexican slang, so... Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Mexican slang. That's, yeah. that's the
0: kind of,
1: Those are the words I need to learn,
0: though, because... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are the ones more, that matter. More yeah, than... but the,
2: no stable kids won't know that, though, so... I, I think it's good for the no sabo kids to hear it too.
0: Yeah. My mom used to say it all the time growing up, so that's, that's why I know it. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead. But wait, thank you so much for listening to the Rebels and Renegades podcast. We love you guys. We can't wait to continue this discussion on relationships, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the rebels and renegades podcast the intro song is arc by shangri law kids make sure to listen to them on spotify and itunes they're amazing logo was created by gus follow him on instagram for your artistic needs at assembled studios that's at assembled studios and assembled is spelled with a z instead of an s also make sure to follow us on instagram at Rebels and Renegades Pod. If you love us, make sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes at the Rebels and Renegades Podcast. We'll see you next week.